Good afternoon, everybody. Today is Monday, February 21st, 2022, and I just left the doctor's office. Um, I just went to go see my OB. They checked my HCG levels. Um, so hopefully they've dropped a lot since the last time I went in. Um, it's been a couple weeks. No, it's, I think it's only been like a week. It's been a, it's been a couple weeks. <laughs> um, the last time I went in, they were around 280, which was a huge drop. And so I don't think they've zeroed out yet since I'm still bleeding. He said it's totally normal. The bleeding should start off like regular menstrual bleeding, and then it will start getting darker, take a dark red, and then dark brown, and then it will eventually become pink, and then it will stop. So I, mine's TMI warning. Um, mine's pretty dark brown at this point. So I hope that means that it will be ending soon, and. I would like to, my husband and I would like to start trying to conceive as soon as possible. Um, of course, I do have a lot of anxiety um, just as far as, you know, the chances of having another miscarriage or some kind of chromosomal abnormality or a child with a birth defect, stillbirth, things like that. And it, it is hard because, you know, there's always going to be a risk involved and nobody has all of the answers. You just kind of have to weigh your options with the limited information that you have. So I did bring up my medications again, um, Adderall, Clonopin, and Ambien. He said that none of them would cause a miscarriage. Um, the Adderall, he's, he okayed. Um, I told him I was thinking of stopping the clonopin and he said you know if you were to get pregnant and you were still taking it don't i wouldn't freak out um but he yeah he didn't really give me a straight up answer so based on the research studies that i have seen and what my psychiatrist has told me i may continue to take it every once in a while, but if I do get a positive pregnancy test or even most likely when I stop bleeding and my husband and I start trying to conceive, um, I will stop taking the clonopin. Now, if we're trying it for a very long time and it's not happening, I may end up resuming taking the clonopin, but we'll see how that goes. I hope that I'm 
I really, really want to get pregnant. Um, and I did go out drinking last night. Well, we went out dancing and I had uh, several drinks, which is something that I really hadn't been doing much. Um, and I do feel kind of, I don't know, I don't feel great today. I feel kind of depressed or like ashamed almost. I don't know. I just, I don't even know what it is that I'm upset about. Um, but I do know that alcohol can kind of cause these depressive episodes. So, um, but then again, when I'm not going out, <laughs> I can get depressed as well. So I don't know. I think I'm just tired. Um, so yeah, my doctor did, was kind of pushing me to stop taking the Ambien, not because of it. He's like, this has nothing to do with pregnancy. It's not that, you know, it, I would have you go off of it if you were to get pregnant. I just don't think it's the best sleep aid. I don't think that it, studies have shown that it doesn't really improve your sleep quality. It just causes amnesia and makes you think that you're sleeping. And I, this is just totally based on my, mostly my subjective experience, but I disagree. Um, when I first started taking Ambien several years ago, it caused the amnesia, you know, where I remember one time I did a complete lesson plan. Like I, I planned out all of my lessons for the week and typed up this detailed lesson plan that was great, <laughs> um, totally coherent. And the next morning after taking the Ambien, I got up and I was going to start working on my lesson plan. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's done. No recollection of having done it, yet it looked as if somebody who was totally, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? Not conscious, <laughs> but it was just totally coherent. I can't think of the word right now. Um, so that was my experience initially, but now I don't feel like it causes the amnesia. I take it, if I take it before I get in bed, I remember everything. Even in bed, I remember the meditations that I listened to up until, you know, towards the end when you're actually dozing off, you're not going to remember. But I think that's just the normal sleeping process. I do feel like my Apple Watch does a good job of tracking my sleep and sleep quality. And it does, I haven't seen any patterns of poor sleep quality being correlated to me taking the Ambien, um, possibly even the contrary. So I don't know. I'm, if it's for um, the health of a future pregnancy and unborn child, I will stop it. But I don't agree with him that when he says that it's not the best sleep aid because you don't get good quality sleep.
Um, but yeah, he, he okayed the Adderall. And like I said, I'll talk to my psychiatrist. I will, I will probably decrease my dosage. Um, which like right now, I think just cause I don't have that extra motivation. Um, when I was pregnant, I greatly reduced my dosage and I realized that I was capable of a lot more than I thought. Um, with, you know, much less caffeine and Adderall. I wasn't, you know, at a hundred percent, but I, I felt fine for the most part. Um, but like now I, I don't, <laughs> I don't see that being a realistic option. And I don't know if it's just, is it that I don't value myself? Like, I don't think that I'm worth like, do I feel like I need to be at a hundred 110% all the time if it's just for my own health? I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of debating or considering taking some supplements that will help with energy levels and focus. And I did ask the doctor about that and, you know, just herbal teas. And he said that he was totally fine with me taking, drinking and like herbal teas and just over the counter supplements while trying to conceive. Um, he actually, I, I, I don't know. Well, it's comforting. It's also like you have no guidance at all, <laughs> you know, especially with my age and everything. But yeah, so my OB did okay herbal teas and over the counter supplements while trying to conceive. But yeah, so I'm kind of considering taking some of those that, that help with my mental performance and just even like physical energy and depression. Um, I've been considering trying 5-HTP for anxiety and depression. Um, so I don't, when I, I went on a walk earlier today and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna try these supplements. It's probably very unlikely that it would cause some kind of chromosomal abnormality in my eggs. And I, I felt kind of relieved, you know, like I can't just put my life on hold while trying to conceive. What if it takes forever? You know, it's just hard because if something, there is some kind of complication in a future pregnancy, it'll be hard not to ask. It'll be impossible for me not to ask myself like what I could have done differently. And, you know, could I have possibly, possibly have caused this? Um, but I'm glad that my doctor okayed uh, the use of supplements while trying to conceive. Good afternoon, everybody. So for today's DBT episode or episode on dialectical behavior therapy, I would like us to work on setting some goals. So just take some time to reflect and then maybe write down 
one area of your life where you would like to make a change. I am going to make the goal of practicing mindfulness and taking breaks every single day. So think about a change that you would like to make and a realistic goal that you could set for yourself every day. Um, I'm going to set the goal of doing a total or setting aside a total of three minutes per day for mindfulness practice. Um, so it's important that you make a goal that is very achievable. I think that I can do three minutes of mindfulness practice throughout the day. Now, this does not, if I do anything right before bed, I'm not going to count it towards these three minutes. I'm thinking more of like one minute in the morning, one minute in the middle of the day, one minute when I get home from work before I continue working um, because it is something that I really struggle with. Um, it's very, very hard for me to just stop thinking and planning and obsessing when I know that there's a ton of stuff to get done. So three mindful minutes a day is going to be the goal that I will work on. Um, feel free to share your goal with me um, and I would love to, to add it to an episode if you feel comfortable with that. But go ahead and this would be the perfect time to maybe start a journal that you use specifically for your DBD, your DBT practice. So let's start by putting the date up at the top and my first goal. And then we're gonna wanna come back and check on this goal every day throughout the week. Now let's have a mindful moment together. First, go ahead and take a deep breath in and let it out. Let's do a couple more of those. Breathing in for four, brief hold, breathing out for six. How did that feel? What are you noticing in your body? I'm feeling a bit of tension because I hear that my husband's home and I feel like I'm not mentally prepared <laughs> to change what I'm doing right now. So you know what? It's going to be okay. I'm going to practice being flexible. I feel better. How was that for you? Maybe take some time to take down some notes. How are you feeling emotionally? 
kinds of sensations are you noticing in your body? How's your breathing? So today was just a quick um, session for our DBT, DBT practice that I want to make sure that we do have some time for this every day and that I do check in with you all. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening.